What? Wait. What? What? What is that floating in our studio? Do we need? Do we? Do we need to take it down? It looks. There we go. We got it with a dart. Here we are protecting America once again. It's Mike and Molson with the Too Good for Radio podcast. Yeah, who knew that we could just defend America if you're really good at that carnival game of popping balloons with darts? (laughs) It seems like they really use some heavy weaponry to take a balloon out of the sky. Yeah, did did, did that strike you as? It was weird to me that they're impressive, but also using a missile, and then and then the fact that we find out later. That the Lake Huron balloon or whatever it was, the first one missed. How do you go back to yeah. Top Gun and be like, hey, uh, you know how we usually try to shoot down MIGs and such? Uh, I missed a balloon. Well, there's been some, uh, and welcome to the the big program here, yes. folks. Um, it, there has been a... You know, Brought to you by Party City, home of balloons. <laughs> um, yes, just text the word, <laughs> or for a discount. Yes. Um, there were a lot here. You know, the president spoke uh, earlier this week yeah. and, and said, hey, here's the thing. Yeah, that Chinese balloon, obviously a problem. These other things that we saw were, were we don't know what they were. They could have been commercial balloons or, or something else. But something really caught my eye when um, there was a closed door hearing okay. about unidentified right. flying objects, which doesn't necessarily mean alien. But people, when you hear UFO. But you hear UFO. And you, and you yeah. immediately go, alien, oh my God, they're here. By the way, okay, continue though. Sure. Continue. Um, so, Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. Oh, go God, that guy. <laughs> He's his. Folksy. Mike already has strong feelings. Well, just his folksy mannerisms. Yeah. Walks out. Uh, and he says, uh, 10 days ago, we were led to believe our skies are clear, but now we have unidentified objects and Chinese spy balloons raining down on us like confetti. I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, it, it seems like a way more than it should have the past eight days, but I don't. I wouldn't say they're raining down like confetti. But continue, John Kennedy. It's clear to me this is not a recent phenomenon. This has been going on since at least 2017. Uh, if, you, if you're confused, you understand the situation perfectly. And then he ends by saying... Lock your doors tonight. So he comes out of this UFO hearing, says, we don't know what's going on, but America, lock Lock your your doors. doors. Lock your doors. I'm just, I'm not saying uh, you should be, I'm just saying lock your doors. Dude, has it gotten to that level? That, that you, I mean, to me, it's an anomaly. To me, it's like this story. It's not something... That we should not not pay attention to, right? right? It's, it's it's mildly interesting, somewhat entertaining, but I don't know if I go so far as to say, America, lock your doors. Well, and here here's the thing. So a few years ago, you might remember there had there was this big hearing, and uh, and the FBI and CIA were forced to come forward to Congress and say, hey, what do you have on UFOs? What do you know? Uh, and they and so this has been they've been expanding uh, their view of the skies. That's one of the reasons we ended up finding that Chinese balloon is because we were looking for things other than right. airplanes and missiles and that that sort of thing. So, but but also the conversation that goes back to the 1950s of okay, what does the government, government actually no, right. know? Right. Um, and there's still always that that sense I think that we all have of I just got a weird feeling that they know something that they're not telling us and there's just there's there's been enough weird things that have gone on where you go that's a little strange and then uh, you know uh, a senator walks out and says you need to lock your doors uh, I just, it's unnerving I, 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 I just heard some shit in there <laughs> that is a little I'm gonna lock my doors I would make a Ghostbuster reference but you've never seen that movie <laughs> but yeah I, but here's the thing too though. 
if if aliens were to be coming down, would they be using balloons? Like, wouldn't that be the biggest letdown? If this if this ended up b- being aliens, right? That's what we don't know. What what did he hear that made him say lock your doors? <laughs> but. Wouldn't that be a letdown, though, right? And 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 apparently, advanced civilizations have no means of getting through doors if you lock them. <laughs> They're like vampires. They, they, can they have it. to be invited in. <laughs> Ding dong, alien here. Yeah. I have a cake for you. They can clearly make it over light years across the galaxy. But they but can't they, crush a they, they get to your door. It's like, son of a... Oh, it's locked. It's locked. I guess we can't go in there. I mean, I know we've traveled millions of light years to be here, but this yeah. damn this damn deadbolt really threw us off. There's a 7-Eleven down the street. Let maybe that door's open. Sweet. Yeah, I don't know. I just it would be a giant letdown for me if this is how aliens arrived mm-hmm. was in a stupid balloon like from Oz. Yes. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be the biggest? Like, we've been led to believe by everything from film that they're going to have this great technology, and instead, it's these dopes who just floated in from a different like galaxy. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like the movie Signals, that M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, and I'm sorry for the big M Night Shyamalan spoiler here, but evidently, you can throw a glass of water, water on, on aliens, the- and that's that's the end of them. And evidently, you can also defeat them with yes, a simple with the door click. Yeah. I love that. All we need are ho- hoses and deadbolts if we could take down an entire so race. Some gray being shows up on your ring door. Uh, bing, You're bong, fine. Bing. Who is it? No, I'm sorry. Can't You're, come in. As long as that door's locked, you're fine. Speaking of someone who should be locked in a in a room somewhere, oh, this this I saw the headline. I didn't realize what she was actually charged with. There's a woman in Wisconsin. I know it was like murder and dismemberment, which is awful. Brutal. But I didn't realize there was some sexual stuff going on. I do know she beat the crap out of her attorney as well. She did. She lunged at her attorney. We're talking about uh, 25-year-old Taylor Shabusiness. (laughs) (laughs) What's that you say? Taylor Shabusiness. Mind your Shabusiness. Mind your own Shabusiness, Taylor. What are you talking about me? This is my Shabusiness. Uh, when she uh, suddenly just uh, lunged at her court-appointed attorney, Quinn Jolly. None of this. What? Shabusiness and Jolly? So Shabusiness. I want to see that commercial, though. Hi, we here at Shabusiness and Jolly understand your business is Shabusiness. By the way, there's nothing interesting about this story other than the the funny names in here. And what she did, she's charged with first-degree homicide, um, mutilating a corpse, third-degree sexual assault. I don't think in that order. I hope not. I hope, yeah, exactly. Uh, After killing her boyfriend, Shad Thyreon. Shabusiness and Thyreon? Yes. So Shabusiness is getting it on with Shad Thyreon. And all of a sudden, dismemberment happens. Uh, She strangled him, sexually abused him, and dismembered his body, leaving parts of him throughout the house and out in his car. Detectives showed up, and they found body parts in bags, in, in storage boxes, and in containers. You know, like those big tubs you get to put your Christmas lights in. Right, exactly. Oh, man, I didn't buy a big enough tub for both arms. And I Gotta love, put one in a bag. I love this quote from the police. Uh, police showed up and said, what happened? Which is... Yeah, uh, you show up with, with body parts in bags and strewn all over the place. You want to know what happened? You're Miss Shabusiness, I understand. <laughs> Where is Thyreon? Have you seen Thyreon? And so they say, what happened? And she replied... That is a good question. She said she blacked out and uh, just went crazy. Um, and so apparently, what? yeah, they they were they were getting it on, and she went bananas. She business like, yeah, I'm going to choke you. I'm going to give you the show business. 
Um, and then something happened uh, during court. Again, I don't care. It's just funny names. Yeah, exactly. Uh, during court, she was seated when uh, her attorney asked the judge for an additional two weeks for a defense expert. Uh, moments after that, uh, the the judge agreed. Uh, Shabiznis attacked Jolly and was wrestled to the court uh, out of the courtroom by a deputy. Who, unfortunately, we don't have that deputy's name, but I'm sure it's awesome. I'm sure it would have been too between Shabiznis, <laughs> Jolly, and Therion. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes lovers have quarrels. It doesn't always end in dismemberment after some weird kinky sex. But sometimes, even when it goes really bad, there are people that have a threshold of forgiveness that I myself would not have. Let me introduce you to this uh, couple, Tony and Francis, who are celebrating 57 years of marriage together this year. Mazel tov. Funny thing about it, though, is back in 1983... Francis hired a hitman to attempt to kill Tony. Uh, in that year... Where do you get a hitman? We always hear these stories that people hire a... Yeah, this was before Craigslist. You, yeah, who do you have to... What, what question? What do you have to ask? And where? Where do you... I don't understand the hitman. Yeah, I mean, it used to be, what, guns and ammo or whatever have a background thing of, like, <laughs> right. you know, mercenary for hire Maybe that's type what thing. it is. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, but anyway, back in 83... I'm not trying to hire a hitman. I just no, don't understand. No, no, I don't the, understand the, the process. Mecha- the mechanics are weird because it's like, how do you bring that up? And by the way, if you have a friend who knows a friend who's willing to do that, yeah. maybe get rid of that friend. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, even so, even it's like it's like it's like the buying drugs thing. Somebody seems to always know where, where they are. Again, I'm not looking, but I don't understand how that starts. That's that's a it's a good uh, question. I know a guy. It's like how'd you, how'd you, hi, meet, how'd you meet? Hi, how'd you meet that guy? Yeah. Well, I know a guy who knows a guy. It doesn't make sense. So to me. back in '83, um, they basically Francis finds out Tony is stepping out on her. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so she one night put a bottle of sleeping pills in his food. That's when the hitman then came in and shot him twice, once in the back of my head, and one of the bullets went through my chest. Said Tony. Francis says, I don't think I was thinking straight. It was a lot like a love-hate kind of thing. Because of the pills, Tony's system had slowed down. He was a daze and said he didn't feel a thing, believing Francis when she told him that he had the flu. <laughs> After five days, the police found out about the plot and arrested Francis and the teenage hitman. Tony spent 12 days in the hospital, but the first thing he did when he was discharged was bail Francis out of jail. Wow. Guilty conscious, right? The fact that he was cheating on her in the first place? Maybe. We both cry. That sounds like true love, though. Yeah, they say we both cry and we say to each other, you know, from now on, let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> let's Things com- got out of hand. Let's communicate better. Something we should have done before, so that what was missing. It was, you know, the cheating and the mm-hmm. trying to kill me. Had we just communicated better? You know, we're one step away from being Taylor show business. And uh, I don't want want us to get to that point. Yeah. Uh, Tony and Francis said that their tearful moment was a new beginning for the relationship. And to help them stay on track, they got counseling. And here we are. In 1990, there's Silver Lining of the Dark Cloud. They had a movie based on this story called I Love You to Death. And 40 years later, they say things are much quieter. Uh, And Tony's assembled a gallery of their pictures as proof that love conquers all. Has any, like a neuroscientist, checked and made sure that... When, when he got shot in the head, that some of his common sense didn't go flying across the wall. Or that his short-term memory isn't gone or right. something. Right, yeah. There, I mean, there's something. That, that doesn't make sense to me. No, it, it, it doesn't. The fact that I, I'm a very forgiving person, right? You really have to wrong me for to yeah. cut you off. 
But the fact that you tried to kill me, like not only with the sleeping pills, but then had a hitman come in and shoot me twice. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a. I'm. Not, I don't know if I'm that forgiving of a person. I don't think. I don't think he's all there. Clearly not. No, obviously, like twelve days. She must. Uh, does she still drop something in his drinks from time to time? Whatever. Whatever the grudge part of his brain is, apparently went flying across the room with the bullet. Yeah, that's exactly because what happened. Because he doesn't. He just. He, he's, it's, he's fine. That's weird to me. Yeah, that's odd that you would be that forgiving mm-hmm. to someone who went that far as to try to have someone shoot you in the back of the head and then a bullet through the chest as well. Mike and Molson, Too Good for Radio Podcast. So on the topic, continuing of love, yes. weird love, um, I have a list here of apparently the latest dating lingo in 2023. Oh. This was uh, a Tinder in Australia has posted these. These are kind of the what the kids, what the young people are using as far as terms when it comes to dating. So okay. I will give you a term, and you you tell me what you think it means, and I'll give you the actual meaning. Australia has this habit of just putting an E on things. So I'm imagining that on Tinder they say, you want to go have some dinny, you know? Yeah, I, they do, but this is more worldwide. We'll do a little flex, net, net flexy and have some dinny. That's true. And do a little chili. If you walk, they always, they always, they're always doing Netflix and chili. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Barbie, you know, we've all yeah, heard the that. Cra- by cracky, everything yeah. else. So anyway, uh, here, here are the terms. I will give you a term, and then you tell me what you think it means. Yeah. All right, these are dating terms of 2023. A four dating. Four dating. A four dating. A four dating. A four dating. Uh. Okay, so that that's probably yeah, like a cheap date. Correct. Like, something it's you can short afford. for affordable dates and refers to dates like coffee meetups, walks, or sober dinners that don't break the bank. A four dating is the only way I'm going to be able to ask this girl out. Is gotcha. what they use it in a sentence. Okay. All right. This one's pretty easy. We've heard this one before. Benching. Benching. Yeah. Oh, like you got somebody in the wings there. Yeah, uh... yeah. Keep someone warm on the reserve bench mm-hmm. without really meeting up. Oh, so, that's... so you always have that person on the side, the unrequited love thing. <sighs> I was, I was, I was the king oh. of benching before there was benching. Yeah, I am the bench, <laughs> <laughs> and not the good Johnny kind. <laughs> uh, beige flags, beige flags. This is probably some. It's, it feels like somebody who's so amazingly dull. That uh, it's not even worth it. They're just giving off beige flags. Beige flags are actually early warning signs of incompatibility. They're not red flags. Okay. But they're beige flags. They're also found in people who are quite, to your point, basic and boring. Yeah. So you watch out and you're like, yeah, not a red flag, but this is a beige flag. Beige flag. This isn't going to be fun. No. Cushioning is another dating term in 2023. Um, uh, Man, I don't even even have a, a clever guess on that one. It's kind of like benching, but it's more alternatives or backup relationships. So instead of benching is keeping people without meeting up, cushioning is go kind of still seeing these folks in case your main rela- relationship I ends. I see. I see. So <sighs> if you move from the bench to the cushion, you right. have a better chance. Who are these people that have enough time to bench and cushion people? Where are they getting all these people? Very true. I can't find one. <laughs> Let alone enough to bench and cushion. <laughs> they got a whole baseball team. Uh Dater view? A dater view. Um, I think you know what this would be. I mean, I think I, I think I can figure it out, but does it does it involve a third person doing an interview on a date, or is it a... No, a, it's just the date that's more of an interview, where oh, someone continues to ask questions about, where'd you grow up? Where are mm-hmm. you from? Do you have any pets? Blah, blah, blah. Instead of a conversation, it's, okay. a, it's a dater view. Dip, dipping, or dipped? 
Dip, dipping, or dipped. Boy, that sounds like a love them and leave them kind of a thing. It is. Yeah. It's, it's slang for leaving. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to dip this one. Uh-huh. I'm just leaving. Eco-dumping. <laughs> Uh, so you put them in the recycle bin for, for later. Is that what's happening? No. It's uh, effectively someone uh, who ends a date because of someone's lack of commitment to the environmental cause. <laughs> okay. All right. You got eco-dumped. Uh, continuing on with some of these dating terms. How do you violate that one, I wonder? What do you have to do? If you throw... Just, you, didn't, you didn't throw it in the blue can? Correct. That's yes. it? Yep. Can we you, are done. Can you imagine that being the breaking like, I'm point? I'm sorry. It didn't have a number on the bottom. I didn't know. Exactly. The first date, you accidentally throw something in the trash, instead yeah. of the, and, some, and someone just goes, I'm sorry. I'm going to dip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is an eco dump going on. I got, I got plenty on the yeah. cushion or the bench that I can get to. Uh, friend reduction. I think we all know what that means. Yeah. When, you meet a new, when you meet a new partner's friends. Is oh. a fr- not a friend introducing you to a possible new partner. When you meet the friends. That's is that is that always fraught with a bit of peril? Of course it is. Of course it is, yeah, because the friends got their ear. I was gonna let, let me ask you, more intimidating to meet the person's friends or the person's parents? Well, uh probably the friends because um it gives you an indication of what this person's preferences are. And suddenly you can you can tell you can tell a lot by the people that people hang out with. Correct. I think it changes over time. I think mm-hmm. high school Maybe college, the parents are a little bit more intimidating than the friends would yeah. be. But I think once you get out of those parameters, it's much more friends than parents. Yeah, I agree. Um, how about this one? Frugal flirting. Frugal flirting? Man, that's like, I mean, is that like flirting that doesn't have anything behind it? That's your, what, it, what is that? It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's like the um, aphrodating. It's basically dating within your means. Oh, okay. So it's like, you know, you may see someone who's have flashy jewelry, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to frugal flirt with the person who's just, you know, okay. wearing regular clothes. Maybe here. they have like a savings account of really good flirting techniques that they're not handing out, that they're not. Remember that, that show, The Pickup Artist, with that weird guy, Mystery? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, here, I only have a few tips left. Here's the cheap ones that you can use. Um, this one, I have no idea. I want to. I want to hear your guess on this term in the dating world in 2023. Kitten fishing. <laughs> Kitten fishing. Um, I mean, it. It. it, it the, my first thought is it has something to do with the person's pet, uh, but maybe I'm wrong on that. No, kitten fishing is a lesser form of catfishing. Oh. Whereas kitten fishing, you are the actual person instead of pretending to be someone else but you are changing aspects of your personality okay to appear attractive to others Got so it. also I'm, also known as George Santosing right yes right <laughs> exactly all the different things like I'm a really good volleyball player yeah. <laughs> uh, next on deck I think we all know what that means term for the next person in line to date if things don't work out with the current what is with benching cushioning Man. and decks on deck there are just yeah there are a lot of people who have a, a lot of options hey Spread them around a little bit, if you don't mind. Uh, OTP. What do you think OTP means in the dating world in 2023? Uh, OTP. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, like, uh, it's like it's when somebody doesn't put the toilet paper roll over the top, right? No, it's an abbreviation for the expression one true pairing. The term is often used to describe a romantic, platonic, favorite couple in a story or film, i.e., have you seen Wednesday yet? Wednesday and Enid are our new um, OTP. Got you. A couple more here. Riz. No clue. 
When someone has the ability to charm others easily, can be referred to as game. They have riz, man. They got man. some riz. They got right. some riz. And finally, dating term of 2023, sneaky link. Sneaky. There's your there's your extra e in things from sneaky, Australia. Sneaky link. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got somebody on the side, right? You got somebody that you're. Uh, yeah, basically. So yeah. It's, it's a it's a notch above a cushion, I think. It is a notch above a cushion. So yeah. the bench is online only. Right. The cushion is someone you kind of just talk to and hang out with in person in case you're a major one, your sneaky link actually gets the fun part because they're <laughs> they're meeting a person regularly to have sex with each other without anyone knowing about it. Gotcha. So instead of the down low or your side piece, now it's your sneaky link. Your sneaky link. Uh, to be honest, we here's, here's how they use it in a sentence. To be honest, we've been seeing each other for about three months. Seriously, that's a long time to be a sneaky link. Yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. What do you make of somebody who, yeah, you're, you're with them, but they don't want to tell anyone that you're with them? Yeah, that's 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 a that's a rough go. Yeah, because it's you're just one of those things where you're like, okay, are you? Am I? I'll take it. By the way, if if someone wants me to be their sneaky link, you know, I'm not embarrassed. No, but it is one of those things where you're like, okay, what do you have? It, it asks a lot of questions. If yeah. you're someone's sneaky link, it asks a lot of questions. But normally, sneaky links don't ask a lot of questions because sneaky links are just happy to. The sneaky link sometimes gets the best part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because the sneaky link kind of been able to do the fun stuff. Shouldn't be a lot of obligations exactly, there. Exactly, right. Exactly. When you're the sneaky link. Not if you're a like, lot of frugal dating or... No, exactly. Or for dating. Yep. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the 2023 dating terms that you should use and uh, and know going forward. I feel caught up now. Yes. Uh, up next, we have a animal story about an animal going crazy. And we, we you know we already had the crazy uh, shabizness. Mm-hmm. This this story may be crazier than the Shabiznis story. Uh, Jasper Krause. Oh, poor Jasper. Was found lying in a pool of blood. Yeah. Uh, last April after um, a chicken went after him. Uh, it, that is one angry chicken. Yeah, I guess it it, 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 it says it, it had driven its spur into its leg. What is the spur of a chicken? Do we know? The back little, the back oh. little, you know, like when roosters have, yeah. you know, when people have the cock fighting. Can I say that now? Sure. Yeah. That little the, uh, switchblade they got yeah, in the, the back the, the, there? Yeah. Right. Like Johnny switchblade. Um, a trail of blood was found between Jasper Krause's home and the chicken coop. Um, he suffered a heart attack after losing large, large amounts of blood. Yikes. Um, there were also scratches on his right leg. Um, that, Wait, is, that chicken knew exactly yeah. where it was hitting. Yeah. It knew exactly what vein to go for. What kind of what kind of weird ninja chicken is this? That's when Corey O'Keefe showed up and attempted CPR after calling paramedics, who also failed to revive him. Uh, they treated his wound, which was spurting blood. Um, and uh, as he lay dying... He apparently, the final words that went across his lips as he looked to his friend. Tell my, tell my family I love them? He just muttered, Rooster. No, he did not. And then there's no his way. eyes closed and he slumped over. Never, the, and there's, that was the, the final word. There's no way that Rooster was his last word. Uh, the tenant, um, there was somebody who lived with him for a couple of years. He arrived at home, found his uh, father on the kitchen floor with paramedics attempting CPR. In another room, the TV was still on and an abandoned cigarette. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they what? realized that it must have been the chicken. Um, one of the chickens had blood on its claws and uh, was apparently responsible for attacking his daughter before. And so, yeah, so there's like, so apparently they're standing over him saying, my God, who did this to you? 
What is going on here? Rooster. It's like Citizen Kane with Rosebud, yes. but instead it's Rooster. Barbecue him tonight. <laughs> Avenge my name. Get some chicken wings, please. <laughs> That's a terrible way to go. Yeah. Uh, carrying out the postmortem, a doctor said confirmed that Mr. Krause has suffered a heart attack, caused a death due to lethal cardiac arrhythmia. Um, and uh, recording a verdict in the misadventure corner, extended his sympathies to the family, praised Mr. O'Keefe for trying to save the man's life. Uh, and now they know the guilty party the rooster with blood <gasps> on it. Rooster. rooster. Yeah. Is that, is that, how do you identify? Which one? I guess the one with the blood on it is easy to, and then you t- take that one out. You're like, yeah. that's not going to happen again. That's right. And and apparently it has a history of attacking people. So I mean, it, that's I, I'm glad I'm glad this wasn't left as a mystery. Correct. Yeah. You know? th- th- there's a, some random killer chicken out there. Yeah. Or just yeah. Uh, so he finally just in his, his very final, the last air in his lungs. <laughs> I I have one more thing to say. Kill the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kill that rooster. Nothing. Eat. More chicken. Yeah. It wasn't the dog. It was the rooster. And finally, in the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast, by the way, don't don't forget to use the password at Party City for more balloons uh, for a discount. Buy 10 balloons, get one free. Uh, we, we pride ourselves in stories. We've, we've already covered sex stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now here's our poo story for the day. Good. Mostly this podcast is sex and poo. And poo, yes. So here we go. There is a call out right now. It's a trial being run out of Atlanta and Cincinnati. And this this experiment already says you're going to spend up to 11 days in the hospital, possibly, if you take part in this medical experiment. All right? What do you have to do? Well, here's what you have to do. It's a human challenge trial, which means uh, study participants are deliberately exposed to an infectious disease. In this case, they're exposed to the... Shigella bacteria, the primary cause of dysentery. Oh, that's worse than getting the shabusiness. <laughs> really? Well, there's some shabusiness coming out of your shabusiness, that's for sure. Uh, it's an infection that causes the diarrhea containing oh. blood or mucus. Oh, my gosh. So scientists are working on a more potent vaccine for this to fight the Shigella strain because strains resistant antibiotics have been co- coming up. So they need they need the, the vaccine. So study volunteers will drink the bacteria... After getting the vaccine or a placebo. So you sign up yeah. to drink your old, good old glass of Shigella bacteria. <laughs> maybe get the Shibisness coming out the back end. All will then be hospital for, hospitalized for up to 11 days and monitored. And they'll have to be available for outpatient visits for eight months afterwards. Okay. What's your price? Well, I was about to tell you okay. what the price is. All right. Because it is not nearly enough. For me to have bloody mucus diarrhea for up to eleven days, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not willingly taking this for eleven days of maybe crapping <sighs> my shit business out. Yeah. Um, here's what they're offering. Mind you, another eight months of visits just in case you get a random bout of right, your right, Shigella right. bacteria. Oh, if this is less than forty thousand, I'm going to be mad. Oh, it's quite a bit less. <laughs> It's $4,250. Not enough. Is being enough. offered in Atlanta and Cincinnati. Not How enough. hard up for cash yeah. do you have to be to willingly go in and be like, well, the next 11 days may be shitty, literally, but I'll do it for 42. You, I, 
even even to just take eleven days off from the world for anything, uh, much less take for that. Yeah, forty two fifty bucks is way vastly no, no, way too way. No. How my price would probably be. I'm saying it. I'm saying probably at least half a million. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, me, I was I was game for forty thou. Five hundred grand for me to crap my brains wow, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's that's. I mean, I guess. Technic- how badly do they want to study this thing, man? Apparently, quite a bit because it doesn't sound like it. What do you mean? It doesn't oh, sound, right, yeah, they, it doesn't sound yeah. like they're very desperate. I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly. They're only willing forty to forty two fifty. Yeah. They're going to have to raise the price. I would go in and negotiate. Maybe five hundred grand, a little bit too much. Maybe yeah, I put it down to two hundred fifty. Okay, for me. Uh, but basically, what it boils down to is you have eleven days of taking colonoscopy prep, mm-hmm. possibly. I mean, you're just going and going and going. Yeah. Unless, uh, look, uh, if you get the vaccine, you may not have any of it. So yeah. you're rolling the dice. If you Some get the get... placebo, you might. Uh, it might just be eleven days uh, sitting there in a the hospital. But... Yeah, exactly. Explosive situation. But man, you got that in your head though. I didn't think about that. That that that's torture too. Of like after you take the yeah. after you get your nice cocktail of Shazella bacteria, and they go. With the with the old shot. I mean, you and I have not had the colonoscopy con- conversation yet, but there is that sense. You know, you're taking the prep, and yes, you, and you have that looming thought of something's going to happen. You yes, know? I don't know what your experience was, but for me, it was it was hours and hours of going. Nothing's uh, something's got to go on here. Uh, for me, it was vastly different. For me, it was oh, it was kind of that way. Like okay, okay, and by the and they just make you drink so much of it. Mm-hmm. And so by like the fifth glass of gross, I'm like, this is just like, you're holding your nose and you're trying to like vacillate back between something that actually tastes like something that you're able to actually drink. But when it hits, it hits. Yeah. Like I made the mistake of like, okay, nothing's happening. I'm going to start watching Jurassic World. (laughs) Nothing like a two hour and 45 minute movie. Mm -hmm. Surely I'll be able to watch. No, no. I watched it in like five minute increments. Yeah. So that's basically what this is. Now, at the end of the day, not a big deal. Get yourself checked. Yes, please it's, do. It's, it's really a very uneventful thing. Everybody always talks about the prep and the and the. It's, That's it's the really, worst part. It's it, it is, but even at that, it's it's you know for a few hours, it's manageable. It's not. I mean, it's no. I mean, it's not. It's not. You, don't it, make plans. Yeah. To right, go exactly. Yeah. Don't don't be out and about anywhere. No, 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 no. no. That's probably a bad idea. Stay close to home. The toughest part is the interim between when you check in. Right, mm-hmm. and then you're laying in your bed, ready to be taken back, and trying to navigate. Of yeah. do I need to go again, or am I just hoping to yeah. hold out long enough till they knock me out? And if things happen, they happen while I'm sleeping. There's no, yeah, there, you're right. There's no rationale as to when it's over. You never really know if it's over. Correct. Right. <laughs> I think that's probably the, and so that's what I mean by this thing is it's in your head, man. Yes, it is. So even if you're even if you're taking the placebo, there's still that thought in your head of, I something's gonna happen. I just don't know when or where. Yeah, as you're staying there for eleven days, and then maybe even afterwards, even you got the vaccine <laughs> for the next eight, for the next eighth months, you yeah. need me to think about that. You yeah. can't make any plans. Like yowza. All of a sudden, in the middle of a you know a, a frugal flirting or whatever, all of a sudden you're like, my business is rumbling. I got to get going. Well, whatever it is, I'm glad they're looking into it because it sounds horrible. I want no part of it. Yes, I don't either. Not for that price, at least. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you're hope, not benched or cushioned. Yeah, hope we got uh, your weekly dose of sex and poo. Yeah, we, that's what we supply here at the Mike and Mosa Too Good for Radio podcast. And for all you sneaky links out there, I guess have a good weekend.